Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're We're lost lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I am Adam Busher, joined as always by the snowbound J.P. Russell. Hello! Now before we get started, uh, we want to take a moment to talk about Mira Furlan. Uh, This episode is airing in August, but we are recording it at the end of January, just a few days after uh, the untimely death of Mira Furlan. Mira was the actress who played Danielle Rousseau on Lost, which was just one role in an interesting and varied career. Uh, Not only is Rousseau one of my personal favorite characters, Mira is also beloved by the fandom of Babylon 5, where she starred as Delon for all five seasons of that show. She and her husband were forced to flee her native Yugoslavia in 1991 in the early days of the Croatian War of Independence due to a smear campaign against her by Croatian media. The targets of this campaign were her active feminism and her choice of partner film director Goran Gajic, who is an ethnic Serb. Of course, the Yugoslav wars are a complex and horrifying part of our world history and far too important to tackle here on our silly little podcast about this silly little show. But I would certainly encourage everyone to go learn something about it, especially the Yugoslav feminist movement, which Mira championed both in her life and in her professional work. Uh, Rest in peace, Mira. You will be missed. Now on to the show. Today we are talking about The Brig, the 19th episode of season three and the 68th episode overall. Our centric character is everyone's favorite someone special, John Locke. <laughs> the brig takes place in the 88th and 89th days after the crash of Oceanic 815. JP. Yes. You got a recap for us? I do. Let's do it. Uh, this episode, I, I'm, I'm going to cut off uh, Adam's little technical intro and just let everyone know that this episode is clearly directed by the master of jumping around story, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, This episode also stars Sawyer's sexy, sexy feet. The Brig Center is around my main man, Johnny Locke, as he wheels and deals his way around peer pressure, first degree murder. (laughs) Early and the rest of the peanut gang are hiding a girl in their tent like it's fucking summer camp. And Saeed continues to be the only adult on the island. (laughs) Jack and Kate come to realize that everyone hates them, a feeling shared by the audience since season one. So you're telling me that hell is a tropical island and not Jasper, Alabama? I don't think that math checks out. Oh my God. Uh, we have a guest again, uh, as we always do, uh, the wonderfully talented Matt Scales. Welcome hello, to the hello. show, Matt. Thank yes. you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Matt, so uh, you are an actor extraordinaire, uh, a man of many talents. Um, I've been called that. (laughs) Just now by JP for the first time ever in your life. I mean, I wasn't going to mention that part, but he's actively (laughs) updating his Wikipedia page. I said the quiet part out loud. Uh, so Matt, tell us, uh, le- well, let's, let's start at the top. Um, are you a fan of Lost? Did you watch Lost in its original run? I did. I did. Um, so I guess I kind of watched Lost 
the way you guys did before it was cool, I guess. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> oh shit. So when I when I was in when I was in high school, uh I started hanging out with like a group of people and they watch Lost like religiously and got together and watched it. They're like, you, sh- you should watch it. I'm like, I haven't seen an episode. And they're like, great, come over. Let's watch it tonight. There's a new episode. And I think it was like episode three of season three. And, that, <laughs> and they, didn't, they didn't explain a damn thing to me before going there. They're like, no, 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 you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, as a having, person watching the show out of order, I can say no, you will not. Having having said after watching like all of season three, I then went back and watched season one and two, and I was like, guys, there was no way I was ever gonna link up <laughs> any of that shit with seeing the rest of no. that. <laughs> oh my yes, god! I I have seen I have seen all of it. Uh, was very much a person watching it uh, week to week. Uh, Watched the finale, um, series finale as it aired and everything, uh, but actually have not gone back and uh, watched it since I watched it through that one time. So, okay, it was yeah. interesting was to it? come back and watch this episode to be like, oh man, I don't, I don't remember shit. Oh, okay, <laughs> a lot happens in this show. <laughs> so what do you, uh, so what do you watch, uh, what do you watch since? What do you, uh, you're a fan of Lost? Um, what do you what do you watch in the meantime? Do you like to go um, for uh, dramas, comedies, serialized, episodic? Like, so I'm I'm kind of scatterball, like a little bit of everything. One of my consistently favorite shows that I've probably watched through this series like five times is a uh, Law and Order SVU. Um, like <laughs> that's my go. I was, I was <laughs> waiting for you to say like you know one one of the 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 classic go tos like oh uh, Mad Men or like Breaking Bad like yeah no 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 ups, no Olivia Benson man Elliot Stabler all the way <laughs> it's a great background show oh man Law and Order is such a good show but I don't know if it's quite as good as The Brig do you guys want to get into The Brig yes sir. Yeah, we can do that. The Brig originally aired on May 2nd, 2007. It was written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and uh, directed by Eric Lanouville. Uh, Damon Lindelof, we all know, of course, for producing the NBC hit Crossing Jordan and Carlton Cuse for creating the smash CBS hit Martial Law. Eric Lanouville began his career as an actor. He went on to be an accomplished TV director, not only directing six episodes of Lost, but also one episode of JP's favorite television show, Quantum Leap. Oh, which episode? The play's the thing. I don't know that one. Uh, you, I don't you've know, certainly by, seen by it, name. though, because it's one of three TV shows you've actually seen every episode of. <laughs> um, I want to make mention of two quick things uh, as far as trivia is concerned. Um which sort of feeds into what you're talking a, about, JP. Is this a bit? You're just doing a bit? It's not a, it's just... not a bit. <laughs> Let it's him a riff. Thing. Let him riff. Yeah, I okay. read this. I looked it up. Do uh, You mentioned that, like, yeah, this one does jump around a lot, uh, but uh, this cr- is chronologically the fourth episode that takes place completely on the island. It doesn't feature any off-island locations. It's only the fourth time in 68 episodes that that has happened, which is kind of interesting. This wow. is also... 
only one of two episodes of the entire 124 episodes of Lost that does not introduce any new characters. Of course, a lot of these characters are new to us because... <laughs> I was going to say, there's a buttload of people. <laughs> I was like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? But, who's that? but who's if that? you watched it in order, apparently there is no new characters in this, and that only happens twice in the whole show. Watching shows in order wow. is for suckers. I've said it exactly. before and I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I just wanted to, I wanted to make mention of those two things because I, uh, I thought those were two interesting sort of things, um, especially the the fact that not, n- even, the, even the flashbacks in this episode are on island flashbacks. Yeah. Which is yeah. not something we have seen on the podcast yet. I, I, I want to start off... Um, saying that first and foremost the thing i hated the most about this episode is the jumping back and forth it like it I, did not need it it, it did not absolutely need did it at not. all under no circumstances like it could have just played out straight they did a really poor job of establishing the back and forth yeah uh mm-hmm. and it i i got it but it was just it didn't need to be there i guess like looking uh, a couple of trivia spots ahead of the this a complete on island thing um apparently Locke does not appear in the three episodes that aired before this so that might be part of the reason why they were doing this sort of like a recap of what happened to Locke in the last during the last three episodes sure. but but i agree with you guys there's no reason for it to jump around all like that it could no. they could have like they could have shown this episode in chronological order and it, i think it probably would have been more I, effective i guess it's probably just to <sighs> delay audience like expectation who it's going to be in the room because if you yeah, played maybe. it out in chronological order all the stuff with sawyer in the brig at the end is like literally the last five minutes of the of sure the episode yeah, so by the time you get to lock going like oh hey man i need you to come with me because i need you to to kill a dude everybody's like okay well we know we know who mm-hmm. it is because we we saw sure. but again that's that's more so like making your time format work for you instead of for the story. Like it just didn't. Yeah. Right. It could have been written in a different way where you didn't need to have that jump around then. Yeah. yeah. It, it almost makes me think that they, they wanted to stick with the convention of the flashback, which is like clearly established throughout the first several seasons of this show. But because they didn't have anything to flash back to off of the Island, they were like, well, we'll just do a flashback <laughs> to four days ago. <laughs> Like it counts as flashbacks, right? This is still technically a flashback, right? It opens up with John like burning a red Manila folder that, in the grand scheme of this episode, does not mean anything. My question, like now having seen the other the whole episode, is just well, why did he burn it? He could have just like whatever. He could have held on to that, yeah, and been like, <laughs> like he could have given it to Sawyer at the end and been like, do with it like, what you will. I thought right. I thought about like making this a burning question, not only because he burned it, but like then you know, why did he burn it? But like then I thought about it, I was like, I don't give a fuck why he burned it. He shouldn't have I'm like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Maybe maybe he was just running out of things to burn for his fire and he wanted to keep warm. I don't it's know. chilly here on this hellish tropical island. I'm yeah. f- I'm pretty sure I memorized everything in this. <laughs> <laughs> no need to double check. I don't need it anymore. Then we uh, then we end up in with uh, Ben's in a wheelchair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because sh- you know, sure. I assume he had an ice skating accident. <laughs> no, we we saw we saw an earlier season three episode 
a while back where Jack did some sort of half-assed back surgery on him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we've got, uh, so we have Ben, and he's like, hey, John, John, Johnny boy, uh, I got something I want to show you, uh, and they go into a room, uh, and they got somebody tied up, and it turns out to be John's dad. Yeah, uh, Anthony Cooper. kidney-ass stealing con artist dad, um, <laughs> and he's I, a biter I, now, that's, that's oh, a new development. Super biter, yeah, for sure, um. I, rem- I remember uh, mentioning this during uh, Confidence Man, how much Sawyer looks like a con man. Um, <laughs> oh, his dad. Anthony, Cooper, uh, the, yeah, Anthony that. Cooper looks so much like I didn't realize it until I looked at him. I was like, fuck, yeah, that guy's a that, like that guy's 100% a con man. I, how is he successful? <laughs> because he looks like a fucking con man. <laughs> that guy wants to sell you some real estate in Panama. <laughs> yeah. It's like he conned his way into that job, probably. He's yeah. like, I was not the actor they hired for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate con. Uh, fuck that dude's wife, and he's in therapy right now for that, so I got this job. So that's now I'm here. I'm here while he's in therapy. <laughs> so yeah, Ben, ben is being uh, kind of creepy and sort of alluding to that they have to go to a new place, an old place. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's being very cryptic. Um, And he says that uh, they're leaving and that um, he should say goodbye to Kate, which, correct me if I'm wrong, we don't really touch on that anymore in this episode. We do not see that. He shows up to talk to Sawyer, but he does not talk to Kate. Okay. So it's a weird line. That kind of happens. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's, she's it's just overlap. down. The, yeah, it's just down it's, the beach. Go say bye to her. Because um, I think at this point in the flashback, eight days prior to the back in like day 81 or whatever, I think Kate and Sawyer might still be in the cages. cages. Ah, fuck. Let me. All right. Hold on. Let me get my desk here. Let me get the fix my mic. You know, Let me that, get the that, whiteboard that, out. That, sound, start, that sounds right. Um, same whiteboard that I have whenever I explain the, time travel movies. Hold on. <laughs> the way the way Ben kind of said that didn't make it sound like, oh, yeah, camp is set up just down on the beach. Like, go right, say hey like, and everything. It was like, oh, by the way, you should say goodbye to Kate. She's just yeah. in the other room. Well, she was like on the beach in a tent. Because like, we, we haven't seen this on, on the podcast yet, but there's a big chunk of season three where uh, both Kate and Sawyer are in the other's captivity. We like, caught a little bit of that. We, we've seen a little bit of it, but not yeah. uh, not all of it. And right. and there's also a chunk of season three where, like, Jack is just, like, moved in with the others, too, for a little while. <laughs> that, and Fuck that was, that was where I jumped in. I first started watching the show when Jack, Kate, and Sawyer are all locked in cages for like six episodes in a row. And I'm like, Hey guys, like anybody can tell me, like, are they always in the cages? Like what's, <laughs> have they been in cages for three seasons now did, or what's going did on? Did your friends say, don't worry. All of these people deserve to be in cages. <laughs> Is that how they explained it to you? Cause they no, didn't one, say one that of them they... just kept saying, nah, just wait until the polar bear. I'm like, what? All right. What? I don't. <laughs> That's... Polar bear. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, Ben, Ben is clearly like just from the performance, he's, he's up to something. We don't I mean, he's up to his classic is. Ben, Henry, Benry, 
manipulative, confusing horse shit that he gets into. Mm-hmm. Um, like pseudo philosophical, <laughs> which is like, uh, which I love, but also I hate. Um, <laughs> Because, like, watching Michael Emerson do his thing on the show, I love watching Michael Emerson do it. If I were a survivor, I would I would be like, well, I, why are you still talking? Uh, this is an uh, island with no repercussions. I'm just going to murder you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're annoying that ever-loving fuck out of me. <laughs> so I don't see any police. Do you see any police? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So, so yeah, so we cut to, from from the end of this eight days ago flashback, we cut to Kate and Sawyer together on the beach. Ooh. I don't care how much, uh, like, how many things you lay down. I don't care how many layers you have. If you're having sex on the beach, you're getting sand in your grundle. Like, there's no... <laughs> If Sands are about it, there's, like, I don't. They would not be nearly as pleasant as they are after that. Like, right. well, I'm just going to go be... for a stroll down the beach. It's like, God, I got sand everywhere again. Right. And, and I don't want to jump too much into like the interpersonal, whatever that's happening between Kate and Sawyer. But, here, but like, Kate obviously has some sort of like intimacy issues. She's got a bail. She can't sleep in her own tent. Sawyer's like, Sawyer's got a little bit of people pleasing going on because he's just like, oh, I'll come with you. It's like, no, dude, if she wants to leave, let her leave. Let the woman, <laughs> she gives let her the be in charge of what excuse. she wants to do. Like, oh, it's you know. a pretty awful excuse. Can't sleep if I'm not in my own tent. What the? We've fuck? seen her sleeping in a cage. We've seen her sleeping in a cage. You slept in a cage. You, you slept in a cave. You probably slept in your own bed back home when you weren't in a tent before, before all of this shit happened. So don't give me that tent bullshit. Like that's, that's, that's a pretty weak excuse. That's where right, you're staying like, right now. That's not like your home home. Don't act right. like I can't sleep unless I'm in my forever home, which is two blankets <laughs> on the beach down yeah. there. Five like, tents down. Cut that shit like out. Tempur-pedic. Like, if you want to leave, just be like, hey, I'm going to go. Like, right? you know, like, what the fuck? They playfully recover from this horrible awkwardness. Um, and so she leaves and he comes out. Uh, Sawyer comes out to pee and he sees Jen and Hurley just like there outside of a tent. <laughs> And they have the best, the best cover, the best back and forth. <laughs> Say, what the hell are y'all doing out there? What the hell are you doing? Are you do- <laughs> Going to take a leak. So are so we. Are we. Yeah. Together. Well, all you right, know. Then. <laughs> it's so, like, I imagine Damon Lindhoff just, like, sitting in his room at night, like, yeah. I think that all that all tracks with how humans talk, right? That <laughs> works Jin, for me. Jin's got to be like Hurley. You got to take the lead here. Like, I gotta <laughs> hand the ball off to you, he and probably, Hurley just he fucking drops it. Right? He doesn't know what's being said. Yeah. He's probably just standing there, like, like pr- hoping in his head, like, God, I hope he's not saying we're trying to pee right now or something. <laughs> I really hope that's not the excuse Hurley just came up with. <laughs> Very much so. Um, it's so I, I, good. Like I, in, in a in an episode that had almost no comic relief, I I was so thankful for that little moment there. So uh, yeah, he goes to relieve himself. Uh, what seems to be pretty far into the woods. Uh, well, yeah, when, I mean, you don't want to pee like right net. Like that's just sanitary camp etiquette. Yeah, you wouldn't want to like pee in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that salty diluted mess nobody would yeah. want that 
That's their drinking water, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Can't pee in here. Water. Gonna drink that later. Fuck you, Um, dude. Find a stream. No, I'm not gonna find a stream. Uh, so then, uh, old Johnny Locke gets the, gets the jump on, on James, because he's taking a, taking a waz. What does Locke say? Like, do you want to zip up your pants or something? He does say that, yes. Is Sawyer's unit just hanging out the entire time? I think so. You know, that's a trope that happens in, like, a lot of TV shows where somebody will surprise somebody while they're peeing, and you just see, like, from the waist up, and they're just, like, looking at them surprised, and they're like, do you mind zipping up? And every time, like, that happens in a movie, I'm like, are you all literally just, like, staring at each other now with a dick hanging out? Right. And and it's like they forget. And and as as <laughs> let me let me tell you, I have never once forgotten when my dick is just out. <laughs> like I've never <laughs> No, that's how Sawyer runs a 5K is with his dick through his through his, his uh, zipper. Just turn so around like, like, oh hi everybody. Oh, oh right. pardon me, is my dick out? <laughs> let me put that back in. If my dick's out, I can tell you the exact uh, temperature in Celsius. <laughs> my dick knows when it's gonna rain. <laughs> oh corn you're gonna want to plant corn tomorrow uh, uh yeah john uh is like hey i need you to i need you to come with me which in this instance if i put myself in sawyer's non-shoes here I'm like <sighs> no <laughs> well, i'm never i'm like. never going with anybody that surprises me when i pee Especially right. you, you pop up while I'm peeing, knowing full well that that's what I'm doing, and you're like, "Hey, I need you to come with me real quick." It's like you didn't even have the courtesy to wait. So no. <laughs> and beyond that, apparently, we we garner from this conversation, Locke's been missing for several days, mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't know what he's gotten into in the jungle. Let's go tell everybody like, else, and he's like, "No, no, 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 I I need nah. just you." John John, you know, starts walking off, and Sawyer decides to run after him, uh, shootless. So smash to three days ago. Locke and the and the camp, the others. Uh, quick cameo here from Cindy, the the flight attendant from uh, from Oceanic Eight One Five. I think I mentioned the last time she was on the show. Uh, one of the only crew members to survive the crash. Mm-hmm. Hanging out, with the, palling around with the others. All right, uh, we're gonna do a little segment here, guys, real quick, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. This one's called Canonical Knots. Um, so, <laughs> John Locke and a bunch of these other schmucks whose names I don't remember are setting up some tents. Can anyone tell me what knot they are tying on the tent? What knot they're tying on the tent? Matt, any guesses? Clove hitch. Close, but no cigar, Matt. Mm. That is zero points on the board. Adam, uh, are we, your, it, your, your chance to take the lead. Is is, is that going to be a, a Bozen's Sheephead bowline? No. Oh, mm. excellent guess. Mm. Uh, so that close. The rope-related terms that I just kind of spliced together. Yeah, no, that is a trucker's hitch. A trucker's hitch so thank you for tuning in one more time to (laughs) canonical knots tune in next week when no one else will be listening thank you yeah but three days ago it was a clove hitch (laughs) (laughs) did you recognize that not just based on like you were watching it you're like hey look at that trucker's hitch 
It's uh, it's <laughs> one that I've had to tie several times, uh, like on freelance gigs, and I never do it right. Uh, so I was watching. I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. They they know how to do it. And because I I was called out once by a gaffer by doing it really poorly, and him being like, you don't know what you're doing, do you? And me being like, nah, nah, I have no idea. I'm just kind of tying this rope. I just in keep putting the yeah, I put the ropes together and put them together until I don't have any more rope. So uh, Ben. Ben invites uh, Jenny into his tent. He's he's and this is where he's listening to a tape. Right. As John walks in, and we can hear on the audio on the tape, Quan is pregnant. She conceived on the island with her husband. Her husband was sterile when they got here. And I made a note of this because this is like uh, this is like a classic lost thing here, like a little lost like. Ooh, this place is so weird. And then like, and he's listening to the like. It, it, it's mighty convenient that Ben is listening to this tape as he's already told Tom. He's like, hey, uh, go get John Locke for me. I need to talk to him real quick. Oh, in the 45 seconds I have in between telling Tom to go get Locke and Locke getting here, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this weird pregnancy tape that I need to catch up on for whatever reason. <laughs> He's listening. He's like, oh, fuck, John. I, sorry. I didn't think oh, you'd get I'm here sorry. that quickly. Uh, I didn't realize that you, I could see you from the opening of my tent 50 feet away. I didn't realize you would get here so quickly. <laughs> how, embar- how embarrassing. You caught me with my maternity tapes. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought that trucker's hitch was going to take you a lot longer. It's really difficult for some people. <laughs> I, I do. This is the, the one bit I want to uh, talk about cinematography. Um, the mm-hmm. lighting in the scene is really, really nice. They did a nice job of picking a good material for the tent that... Uh, just created a really soft source and they're able to just throw in some negative fill on the opposite side. And it looked very aesthetically pleasing. It, it's uh, interesting that you mentioned that because I thought that throughout this episode, uh, a lot of the shots uh, as disjointed as the composition of the episode itself was, I thought a lot of the shots looked really interesting, really like there was mm-hmm. interesting lighting choices as far as like different like shapes right. of eye lights on people and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. thought like, and it was stark enough for me to notice it, whereas normally I don't have much to comment on when JP brings up like cinematography and stuff like that. Yeah, there, yeah like, there's a bunch of sh- like moving shots that they do that they seem to have sort of veered away from since season one. And they started and this episode has a, has a lot of those sort of production elements brought back into it, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. It was a is a decent looking episode. They probably saved on money because they didn't have to like film flashbacks off the island. So they're like, <laughs> yeah, we can do dolly shots. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, totally. get a, we'll get a crane. Ben Ben's like, hey, um, you got to you got to do something. He talks about him being in a wheelchair and like he gets the cane and he's like, hey, you know, like this wouldn't have been possible you know, without right, you, right, and, right. and I want to teach you more about the island or whatever, and John is like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready to go, and Ben's like, well, actually, you're not. You have to do some sort of feat of strength or whatever. Um, I don't remember exactly how he words it, but he's like, you have to face some sort of, you know, test or trial or whatever to prove to us that you're ready. So Locke uh, does, now refresh me, because I, I didn't write it down here, Does Locke, does Ben tell Locke exactly what he needs to do no but it's it's kind of implied because there's this sort of awkward shot where we just cut to like a wide shot and it and his dad is just like chained up to this big stone like that's right (laughs) yeah yeah no he was kind of like you gotta you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do and uh it was kind of like a brave heart moment there's only so many things that can be asked of you when there's a person (laughs) chained to a tree like that (laughs) 
Like no, nobody's ever just like, I need you to do this test for me. And what's the test? Go cut them down from the tree. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we lost the key to his chain. So if you can run to the locksmith for us and get this uh, copy. Jimmy him out of that. That'd be great. Yeah. It's a really nice tree and he's kind of ruining the view on it. <laughs> Having a hostage is really like bringing down the vibe of our whole like tropical <laughs> others camp kind of thing. None of us wanted to do this, but Eric chained him to a tree before anybody said no. Just let him go. <laughs> Dick. Let's see. Where do we go to next? We cut back to the, back to the Her- beach, right? Hurley and the peanut gang on the beach. Mm. We cut back to Charlie in the in the beach kitchen, uh, just raiding the stash. And um, and Jack walks up and has a, they have a weird conversation. Uh, he's just oh, like, yeah, where he's- you been? He's like, I, I was camping. And it's like, oh, well, what would you do on your camping trip? And it's like, oh, male bonding, blah, blah. He doesn't really tell who he went camping with. We find out in a moment that it's Desmond, but... But Jack's all like, well, you know, the next time you go, count me in. It's like, okay, just invite yourself along, fucking sleeping yeah, ass Jack. Look, look in the, in this like five minute span or whatever that happens here, like it, it's hilarious because Jack is arguably like the main character of the show. You know, sure, like he, right, sure. he's 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 programmed that way or marketed that way. Uh, this episode treats him like he's just an annoying ass dude working at 7-Eleven. Just kind of I mean, like popping up like, hey, you guys need a hand with anything? No? Alright, well if you need anything, I'm gonna be over here. Just give a shout. Like, everybody's yeah. like, fucking stay away from Jack. I don't know what shit Everyone he's on right hates now. hates Jack. <laughs> And we we have talked at nauseum about how all of Jack's Jack. actions that we have seen in the show cause people to distrust him <laughs> and not like him, and now it's all coming to head to the front. Like everybody's like, oh, "Should we tell Jack? Nah, nah he's a fucking nah, nah, douche. Nah, nah. Fuck that he's guy. Like, Fuck that guy." <laughs> Even Hurley, like he goes up and he's like, "What's what's up, Hurley?" And Hurley's like, "Nothing, man. Kind of want to talk to you right now." <laughs> 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 when you got Hurley saying, "Nah, I'm, I'm good," yeah, if, yeah, I'm right. gonna go he's not away, on your like, side. Yeah, you've 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 taken you've taken the wrong path at some point. D- uh, Charlie walks over to the tent that we saw uh, Hurley and Jin outside of the night prior. Desmond is there, a character who JP, you have no idea who they are. Um, Desmond's fucking awesome. I love Desmond. Yeah. But uh, so Desmond's there. Uh, Charlie, Jin, Hurley. Uh, they are hiding a, a, a woman named Naomi from Jack, and they talk about how they can't trust him. Uh, because because he, he tries to fuck every woman on the island, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing that they said. Jack's like, um, hold up, you guys, there's an, there's another woman here? Wait, there's a woman in here? Take me to her. There's a woman that I need to, you know, cr- create sort of a subservient relationship between me and and, and her? Like, I, I better think. inspect her vagina. <laughs> He's just Jack's, like, Jack he's like send, her, send her to me. And she like comes into his room and he turns around and she's like, oh, my God, your dick is out. And he's like, how how could I forget? My bad. I called you to my room and then pulled my dick out and forgot about it. Mm. It's a side effect of being on the island. <laughs> Fucking Jack is uh, I, I've mentioned this before. Like he, he always has a, a woman in his orbit that he's sort of like fawning or doting upon. And he's a, it's always sort of a strange dynamic between whatever woman he's chosen to have in his orbit. And right. And right now it's Juliet. You got to wonder how quickly he would forget about Juliet if he would know about Naomi. Right. 
but yeah, so they, they say they can't, uh, we can't talk to Jack. She's hurt. Uh, something's happened to her. She's hurt. Uh, we can't talk to Jack, even though he's the only doctor. <laughs> right. That's like, the thing. This woman is, she has an open wound and they still don't want to ask the jerk <laughs> doctor. Yeah. And like, she's that's, like, that's how bad things have gotten for Jack's relationship. She right. has very important information for everybody on that island. And they're like, we can't let the doctor know can't about this. Yeah. My number one fear is letting the doctor know about this. I love that so much. Uh, we cut to uh, John and Sawyer in the jungle and they have a little tussle. Uh, Sawyer's like, Sawyer's distrust of John at this point isn't like unwarranted. Yeah. Normally Sawyer's jumping to all sorts of conclusions and being kind of a shit. And in this instance, it's like, no, John, John's been missing. John, he's acting shady as fuck. Yeah. He's clearly leading me into something that is a trap or some sort of something that is other than what well, he's, he's saying. He's trying to is. get him to come and kill Ben is like, so he's right. like, come with me to commit a murder. Right. Like, nothing <laughs> yeah. about this seems like, right. So, like, Sawyer could say as much as he wants, like, look, I'm not killing anybody when I get there. You're you're he's along still, for a yeah, murder, still, right? Like, comes along. Like, po- police don't give slack to two dudes just because he's like, look, dude, when I got into Benny's car, man, Benny did tell me we were going to go rob that, you know, bank. But I said, I don't want no part of this, man. Don't do it. And then he took me to the bank and robbed it. And I'm sh- <laughs> I'm plum pickled why I'm here in this cop car with y'all right now. <laughs> Oh, man, that is how I'm going to refer to everything from now on. I'm Plum Pickled. Plum Pickled. That's going on a T-shirt. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. They, uh, uh, they, yeah, they have a tussle. Uh, uh, Sawyer, this is. Uh, I made a note about this because I thought this was actually kind of interesting. Locke, uh, everything we know about Locke thus far is Locke is in in his element on the island. He, right. He he. When it comes to island shit, Locke runs the show. Sawyer gets the drop on him, yanks his knife from him, and actually, while like while he's got the knife to his throat, like Locke loses his composure. Yeah, and I don't know, it, like if it's the first mm-hmm. time it, that it's happened ever in the show, but it's the first time that we've seen on the podcast here. And he he really he's like, why can't you go? He's like, because I can't, I can't. And he, he he's like on the edge of a breakdown, which is like, uh, and a, a pretty uncontrolled breakdown too, yeah. from what I can tell. And, and it's. I, I don't. I don't necessarily uh, ever go to bat for Josh Holloway and Terry O'Quinn's acting chops or anything like that. But like this little bit here, I was like, "All right, okay, mm-hmm. cool." Mm-hmm. So then we cut back to the beach. We we cut to Saeed dig, digging. Right, we <laughs> get all. I love um, this because like Saeed is of course just doing work. Saeed is like Saeed and Jin are keeping this fucking place yeah, together. Yeah. Yes, they're yeah. always working. They're always doing something, and. Just the look and the little exchange, you know, that is like, oh, hey, Hurley. Hey, side. And he's like, oh, he's still he's still standing there. Like, yes, we know who the real adult in the room is here. <laughs> it's fucking clutch Saeed, as always. Well, it'll just be like Ch- Charlie's like, hey, man, I went down to the beach and came up with a new song today. What did you do? And Saeed's like, I created an irrigation system for this island. <laughs> and we've got some ditches for cars once we can invent them. I just need a couple of batteries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my my so- question was when when he when it showed him digging, I was like, well, now who died? Like, <laughs> oh, Right. Yeah. I had the same thought. I'm like, oh, Christ. But he looks a little too happy to be digging. digging yeah, a grave. I was like, OK, it's probably not a grave. <laughs> yeah. 
Because last time we saw Zayn digging. Oh, boy. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ooh. No, because they, they traditionally uh, bury bodies too close to the water table where they will start to rot. So, like, it couldn't possibly be a grave. It's too far into the woods. <laughs> are you are you digging a grave? No, our cemetery is 30 feet from the from the high tide line. It's, just near, it's over there if you're looking for the cemetery. Yeah, but you can't have a you can't be doing a eulogy with like the ocean coming in and everything. Like, ooh, shit! Everybody get off the beach real quick. You gonna get your feet in the water? Uh, so we are introduced to Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, uh, they get the they get the adult and the one person that they can actually trust in the island, um, Saeed, to come talk to the wounded Naomi. And Naomi, ex- uh, Naomi tells the story of the freighter, freighter. She she's a she's a helicopter pilot sent uh, uh, from a, and her helicopters from a freighter that's eighty miles off the island. It was sent by a woman named Penelope Widmore who is desperately searching for handsome Desmond Hume, ooh, and ooh. I don't blame her. Look at that guy, goddamn! She tells this whole story about parachuting and jumping out of the helicopter and all of this stuff, and Saeed is like. <laughs> yeah, did you guys did you guys see a helicopter? Uh-huh. Did you, right, did honey. you, you know right. did it's, you have it, any ID? Like you guys remember the last time somebody jumped on an island, right? It turned out to be a whole <laughs> bullshit thing. That's why I love Said though, because like he feels like a real person that yes. knows what he's doing. He's not he, just some gullible character like <laughs> he was half yeah. a second away from just like being like, Did anybody see the helicopter? And they shake their head no. And just like standing up and shaking his head and just like walking out the room yeah. like nah. just, we gotta kill this bitch. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, I'm gonna go back I've already to, got gonna, a yeah, I've already got a grave <laughs> 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 got a fresh grave ready. <laughs> It's got Naomi's name all over the grave. I woke up this morning just feeling like I was going to need to dig a grave, and I started digging one. I didn't know who it was for. But. <laughs> He's understandably suspicious of her, because this is like yeah. the, almost the same exact story that Ben told when he was posing as Henry Gale during season two with his hot air balloon and his bullshit. <laughs> What, so if, like, what if she'd have been like, my name is Henry Gale, and he'd be like, no, we fucking heard like, this one. Okay, okay, you guys called me into the tent for this? <laughs> it's like, it's, every, it's every cl- once in a while I imagine what a show would be like on an, on another network like HBO or, or Showtime or something like that, and she goes, uh, my name's Henry Gale, and he's just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then, oh, she hits him with the Uno reverse. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, this is a real story, check it out, sat phone, bam. Yeah. She, she was talking about how they were doing differential GPS, and I was like, that sounds like bullshit science. Uh, so then I got on the Wikipedia page for differential GPS, and it is very much a real thing, and I understood almost none of it, but it seems to be a real thing that you would use on the ocean. So, well, because uh, she said, because he, uh, he asked her, he's like, so you knew about the island? And she's like, we don't know about the island. Penelope Woodmore gave us a set of coordinates that are literally in the middle of the ocean. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we thought it was a fool's errand, and then blip. Yeah. Well, and then she also says, uh, uh, cementing the fact that they believed it was a fool's errand. Apparently, the wreck of Oceanic Eight One Five has been found under the ocean, mm-hmm. full of bodies, which is a super creepy thing that she just kind of yeah. slides under the door. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not faring well for <laughs> yeah like, all of our heroes. But that's another super losty thing, just like the just like the tape. It's like, ooh, there's the mystery aspect of the island. It's like, oh, fuck. But just kind of slipped in just yeah, real right. quick. And, 
And, and Matt, you probably remember this, like back in the day when the show was on. Like the one of the question was like, oh, it's it's purgatory. It's a, like uh, right, right. And and so like this is it's like this this is one of those things that feeds into that narrative. This just, is like, where like, those theories were coming from. Where it's like, yeah, right. you guys are all dead. I don't know yeah, if you know this. It's all purgatory. Right. <laughs> well, and so. they they straight up fucking John's dad right. figures that out in like ten fucking yeah, minutes. Man. He's like <laughs> he's a little hot here for heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good line. He's so sassy well, in that scene. Well, we'll get to and, it. Oh my the, god. What I what I love what I love about Saeed here too though was like sure the only adult in the room but he's like he's like ah oh, was there a helicopter no oh, okay and she's like haha i have a sat phone and he's like oh shit but like had that conversation continued for like five seconds longer in that scene the follow-up question would have been does this sat phone work <laughs> well no it doesn't <laughs> well actually <laughs> well, fuck Funny you spy <laughs> oh my god from there uh we cut to lock and sawyer they're stopping Doing? for water <laughs> sawyer is just standing in the creek with his cut of feet oh. just like ah <laughs> like yosemite sam with his ass on fire <laughs> like <laughs> how, runs into the creek how <sighs> far away was he pissing from his tent where he didn't have time to just run back real quick and get his no fucking one would shoes. have asked him shit if he just sauntered back put his shoes on and they're like oh sawyer what you putting your shoes on for because we're in the jungle bitch like why are you walking around barefoot that's not a that's not something people are gonna question he could have just grabbed them come back and another thing is is like you know after after seeing the whole episode you know there's there's no point for sawyer to be barefoot it no. doesn't come into play. It's no. not like he's got to walk across glass at some point later. It's not his John or he gets moment, stabbed like. in the foot or anything. No, he just happens to be barefoot and it's only ever acknowledged when he just walks into the creek like, ah, that's refreshing. <laughs> it, it happened and I'm like, has he been barefoot this whole time? Like that wasn't, it yeah. wasn't factored it, it, in. It's just a weird, weird thing. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so uh in the, uh, Sawyer confesses to killing someone in Sydney uh after a little bit of probing from Locke um uh, and so we sort of start to get a little bit of an idea of as to why why maybe there's a, maybe there is an explanation as to why picked Locke picked Sawyer um you know Sawyer has said he's not a murderer but he is um but he he does say that it was the wrong guy uh, again like that makes it okay uh, tomato oh. tomato <laughs> But I mean, so th- there's a little bit of stuff there, and then from there we we have another we another we have another half-ass flashback to three days ago. So then uh, Ben's like, "Hey, it's time. You gotta you gotta fucking gut your dad." I I really disliked this scene. Yeah, it's not a great. A lot. Yeah, I didn't like. I just because yeah, he comes out. He's like, "Okay, it's time." It's like, "What is it time?" I didn't realize that we're, we're scheduling our ritual sacrifices here in others' camp. Um, but Everybody I, it's done time. with dinner. Time to go <laughs> kill the person. Well, it's all yeah. It's almost like uh, uh, let's let's do this quick while everybody's at dinner because everybody sort of starts to wander in. <laughs> it's like I'm just okay, looking hey, around. You're making a huge spectacle out of it to begin with, and but then B, like, I don't know, the, like the whole slowly approaching crowd and the weird, not, I don't know, it just the yeah. whole thing just like bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, Whatever. well, and it's like it, well, it had like a weird like wicker man feel to yeah. it, but to, but like, to know that like the others are are just people, 
They're not yeah. they're, they're not children right. of the corn creations right, or anything that right. are like ritual sacrifice. We need it. No, they're yeah. just so everybody suddenly just being cool with like, oh shit, nah, I forgot it's Tuesday. Like, yeah, they're <laughs> killing a dude again. No, we gotta go. We gotta go by the pillar and watch uh, a man be murdered. Scientists, yeah. like what? Yeah. And and the fact that it's it felt like it, it, there wasn't the angel or the devil sort of thing going on with this. Like right, there was. Yeah. Ben's telling him you gotta kill him. Like you gotta do it. And yeah. then his dad is even egging him on as yeah. well. Like you was right. like you soft. Like you ain't you ain't shit. So it's like he's got both of them being like, just kill me. Just do it. Just right. do it. Like we established that that John's dad is fairly convinced that he's in the afterlife or something like that. Yes. But it, I, I think that's yeah. the only reason that sort of justifies a lot of his sort of character shift. Now, granted. I mean, he's still he he is kind of a shit heel to begin with, right? Yes. He's, he's a shit heel, but he's a professional con man. Like, if, right? He should be able to talk his way out of this, you know? Right. What I mean? Like, he should, yeah. It's like, why isn't? Yeah, that's a good point, JP. Why? Why? Why does he take the tack of egging it on instead of trying to weasel his way out of it? That's a good point, JP. I didn't even well, think of that. Because in, in in sort of because I I know that we're missing an episode somewhere between. Uh, when, an episode. when we've last seen, <laughs> yeah, when we've last seen John's dad to now, um, and they allude to a little bit of that, but um, my my guess would be he doesn't think that this is real, that this is that he can actually be killed, that he's in some sort of afterlife, so mm-hmm. it doesn't like yeah, you can kill me, whatever. I'm just gonna. Fucking... I'll probably just pop up back where I first popped up here. Right. Respawn. That, like. But even so, like, I feel like it's a little strange, like the con artist in him who's always having to have a contingency plan would probably be a little bit more. You would think. Yeah. Have, have a little bit more sort of. Um, yeah. Just, I think both, both of you have pretty well put into words the feeling that I couldn't. Right. JP, you, you're describing Cooper's sort of character change here. And Matt, sort of the unbelonging of this scene right. as far as tone is concerned. So um, so he doesn't do it. And Ben uh, calls him out in front of everybody like, hey, uh, this isn't actually, John, John's not that special. This, this is the second time that this has happened where somebody didn't commit a murder and then got shit on for not doing it. Right. <laughs> like, how yeah. dare you not murder? This is an island of murdering. Okay, so either get on board with this, or, which which for half a second there, I because I, like I I mean I haven't watched this episode since since it aired, so I I didn't remember where it was going or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I honestly thought Ben killed the dad there mm-hmm. for half. Oh he yeah, hit him so hard in the head. I was like, I guess it was one of those like, well, if you're not gonna murder him, somebody's gotta murder him. So, so we cut from this weird Temple of Doom scene uh, back to the present. Locke and Sawyer arrive at the <laughs> arrive at the Pirates of the Caribbean set. Um, <laughs> the Black Pearl. I mean, B- Black Rock. Black, Black Rock. Rock. We uh, we actually we uh, we will see more of the Black Rock a little bit when we see some more season one episodes uh, down the road. This has my personal favorite scene. <laughs> so, uh, jo- John and Sawyer are you know walking through the ship and um and Sawyer is looking around and be like hey this is cool okay whatever and he says what's in the boxes now the boxes say explosives on it which we see a little bit later when Rousseau like comes and gets some 
some explosives. <laughs> However, I didn't, see, I couldn't see the entire uh, word, and it just looked like a line V E S, which I assumed meant olives. Um, <laughs> that it was just a box of olives, and he's like, "What's in the boxes?" I was like, "Olives, you olives, dumb fuck. dude." <laughs> Clearly, it's a box of fucking hottie. It says it right on the thing, but then it's even like. It doesn't matter because once the camera can see, like, no, it's still a clearly labeled box and it says fucking explosives on it. Well, we're pretty sure that Sawyer's barely literate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Based off that letter we're about to hear. <laughs> uh, they get here, uh, and this is where we find out that Locks pulled the old switcheroo. Oh, oh no. Uh, he opens the door and locks Sawyer in the brig of the Black Rock. Um, and Sawyer rips the bag off the dude's head. And it is Anthony Cooper, not Ben, like Locke was saying the whole time. Classic Locke and one of his tricks. Remember how we used to talk about how, like, Locke always like, would prank people, like, doing the got your nose and the orange peel in the mouth? <laughs> this time is that classic <laughs> trick where he says he kidnapped one person, but in fact kidnapped somebody else. Classic Locke. Uh, we we come back to the beach. Uh, <laughs> Hurley and Saeed are messing with this radio uh, in, in their super secret hideout, uh, which Kate stumbles into. And by super uh, secret hideout, I mean a, a, a stretch of beach probably 10 feet from Saeed's tent. Yeah, yeah. they're just like out in the open. Like, it's just kind of like, it's like, Hurley, get my bag. Hey, man, we don't want anybody to know about this radio, so let's go to the secret hideout. <laughs> the the look on Saeed's face, like, oh, fuck, it's fucking Kate. Like, <laughs> can you do me a favor and just pretend you, can you be cool for once and just no, pretend you didn't see this? <laughs> cannot be cool. Like, she, oh. I literally wrote, she's, like, she's going to be a fucking narc. I'm going like, to go tell Jack, bitch, I, I know. That's why I'm asking you to be cool. Snitch, yeah. He has a new girlfriend. He doesn't care about you. He, I, the second side was like, I need you to be quiet about this. I was like, why would you eat? Why would you think you've been, you've been living with her for the better part of three months? You know she's not going to shut up about this. I, need you, you know, to, I like, need you to pinky promise before I tell you anything. Nothing breaks a pinky promise. Oh, so yeah. So that that's a real short scene. But yeah, that was like, okay, so we know what's going to happen later. Yep. Kate's going to sn- yep. uh, snitch. Um, we cut I back also do to- love the sightings. Like, I've never seen this technology, but I'm confident I can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's. I mean, it, it's nice that it's touchscreen back in 2007. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's top of the line right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes it super user friendly, pretty easy to figure out. But lo and behold, he like turns it on. He's like, oh, there's something blocking our transmission. He's like, do you remember back in like day three when you guys had a radio and you couldn't get out? And you do, That transmission's still there. You guys obviously didn't fix it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we go back to the Black Rock. And this is, and this is uh, a little tiny scene. Rousseau, like Locke's sitting there. Rousseau comes in. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, Danielle. Hey, John. What's up? Oh, I just need some dynamite. Well, it's where the be, dynamite's normally stay. Be be careful. It's unstable. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like I know leaky. that, John. Like I've been here way longer than you. <laughs> I've been right. using this dynamite I, before I, you've been on this like, island. Like I I came here knowing that there was dynamite here. Like I don't need you to tell me about the dynamite. Like cram it. Um." Classic, <laughs> classic Crap. Russo weirdness. Like the Queen of Weird. Like 
every time we've seen her, we've only seen her a handful of times, but every time she's doing something weird. Right. Like, <laughs> like part of John feels at home on the island, but he does not hold a fucking candle to Rousseau. No. No. She's one with the jungle. Like, <laughs> she's just, she's that, she's that Homer Simpson meme. Where he just like blends into the hedge. Yes. Yes. That's yep. her in the in that jungle, just like, nah, this is my yeah. home. Like right. part part French, part predator, part island. All badass. She doesn't need you, Locke. She nope. knows where the dynamite is. <laughs> yeah. The Rest fucking man pointed to her. She's just like, and hey, hey, next time, um, don't be using the dynamite place for your your little hostage taken if that's what's <laughs> right. going on here. <laughs> There's a lot of island up there. Seems Why like a bad to... idea. Hey, Locke, I don't know if you know this. It's dynamite. It's unstable, it's bro. Unstable. <laughs> but it, it is a fun little scene where they're like, what are you doing? Dynamite. dynamite what are you doing? Shit. Hostage situation. Cool. 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 <laughs> Cool, cool. You don't it's tell like, anybody like, I was here. I won't tell anybody you were here. Cool. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's we'll a nice juxtaposition between uh, the Saeed and Kate, we know you're going to snitch episode that happened just prior to this. <laughs> yes. And then this scene is like, oh, this is this is the one. We know this. We know. You, yes. Both don't, of them. Say nothing, none of them were going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well have been ships passing in the wind, like never right. even knowing this, that they were there. Because this right. is one of the one of those scenes that absolutely does not need to be in that episode. But unlike most instances where that happens, I'm super happy it's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it it really did. It's so short. It's so quick. It's just. It's like they had her on set already and they're like hey you just like want to hop into costume real quick and do this we'll write up a funny little 30 second scene or something yeah. and she's like what will i be doing it's like i don't know shit you want to like come in and pick some up some dynamite like, i don't know <laughs> do you feel like rosso would have dynamite yes you're getting dynamite <laughs> oh my god uh we flash back to two days ago uh richard uh talk this is this is the richard scene yeah, uh, Locke's brooding on the hill over the camp, uh, and Richard comes up. Richard, uh, we saw we the last time we saw Richard here on the podcast was uh, when we watched Man Behind the Curtain. Richard, yeah. speaking of people who've been on the island for a while, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Richard's one of those characters that we don't know a lot about. We know he's on the show a lot, um, but yeah, it looks like like save for a haircut, he hasn't aged a day since what was it ninety two, ninety one, whatever, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so weird because there was such a, like, he was the figure that, like, Ben looked up to and mm-hmm. was, like, trying, you know, uh, Richard was, like, this this crazy, like, island well, he's He's one of the, uh, the quote-unquote, hostiles that right. uh, the Dharma and he's so mysterious sort of and he's war so with, yeah. interesting. And now there's such a, like, a dynamic shift where it's, like, uh, Ben's kind of running things and I, I can't do shit about it. Um, so... Yeah, I know all of his tricks, but like I'm kind of powerless to to do shit. Yeah, it's like it, it tells us a, a little bit about this Richard versus Ben conflict that is uh, that is extant here on the island. But yeah, it he gives the air of real yeah sort of powerlessness, and but then he also sort of cre- uh, lays the foundation uh, if it hasn't been done so for uh, already of a. a there's already obviously some sort of power balance uh, existing between Ben and Locke. And uh, Richard just like reinforces that. He tells him, he's like, he, Ben Ben set that whole Temple Doom thing up because he wanted to humiliate you. He wanted to embarrass you. He doesn't want, he, he, he 
amongst the others, John obviously has some sort of cachet, and Ben's trying to put the kibosh on it. Cutting back to the Black Rock. Um, and so this is this is where we, we finally get the, the scoop on how uh, Cooper actually feels about the island. He's convinced that he's dead, and this is hell. I mean, do, my man based put on it his together sto- Based on else. his story, I would have came to that conclusion, yeah. too. Because Cooper thinks he's in hell, he's pretty uh, liberal with his uh, exposition. Uh, he's got nothing to lose, right? So he right. tells us about his whole s- <laughs> history. You want to know everybody about- I conned? Shit, here we go. So, 72, it was Tampa yeah. Bay. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he just, he, just, he just rattles it all off, and it dawns on Sawyer that... Cooper's probably the man who conned, uh, conned his mom uh, or his parents or whatever, uh, and this is the this is the guy. This is the one, the guy he's been looking for. And and um, for once, he's justified to be a violent piece of shit. Like, come on, Sawyer, <laughs> right. do it. Fucking just uh, go to town. Cuts back to uh, I think one final flashback to yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the others are packing up camp. Uh, they're going to leave Locke and Cooper behind. Ben tells uh, Ben tells Locke that they'll leave a trail, but uh, don't bother following them unless he comes back with uh, Cooper's dead body. <laughs> okay, so hey, welcome, like, welcome back to that show where JP talks about survival stuff that he knows a little bit about. <laughs> Those types of tents weigh a fucking ton. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> If you want to be portable and not leaving fucking tracks, you need smaller, lightweight tents. Oh, we'll leave you a trail that you can follow. (laughs) Motherfucker, you're carrying the heaviest fucking tents that you could put like a big pole, like Dude, no, yeah. Ben, obviously, you're gonna leave Ben's the trail. Stand at a night table at a fucking desk. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> yeah. Ben's Tread like, I got a, I got an elephant. Homie, like- I put all my shit on top of my elephant. And that's how I travel around. You guys don't have your own elephants, <laughs> like. In the background of that scene, just as that flashback's ending, and you see the trail of others like walking off with all the shit. Like they look like. A- I'd have, I'd have loved it if there was just one guy like you see that line, huge line of people going, but there's just one guy at the back of the line with like a broom, just like sweeping <laughs> up the tracks as they're going. <laughs> the big palm frond, like <laughs> no, they gotta pull up like a two man in a truck or some shit just to get all the furniture and like heavy tent poles and shit. Like that's no, what man, I wanted you to want, see somebody you, in that line just by himself dragging that two drawer end table, <laughs> just like muttering to himself why do we take this on every fucking it's the only thing that fits my maps right now (laughs) juxtapose that against uh the episode where um uh was it mr echo and Jin are like hiding from the others and their feet are right in front of them and they're perfectly silent. Now yeah. now I want a wide shot of that where they're being perfectly silent and they're carrying all this shit. Like, <laughs> Just, I don't yeah. think so. These are not the same folks. Yeah. <laughs> they're now, so quiet. They don't, they don't leave footprints. <laughs> yeah. They walk above the grass. Now, oh see, if Kate had been talking about like earlier in the episode like oh i can't sleep like unless i'm in my tent if her tent was like the tent fucking ben had right. set up i totally yeah. understand i'd right. be like i'd tracks, only yeah. sleep in that one too you've got a tv hooked up in there and everything <laughs> like, that's awesome <laughs> let's see we caught back to the black rock 
Um, it's uh, it's getting close to the end of the episode. The cuts are starting to get a little bit shorter, a little bit more frenetic. So we we were at the Black Rock. Uh, Cooper conf- uh, Cooper laid his thing out. It starts to dawn. Sorry, we cut to this flashback. We come back to the Black Rock. Cooper uh, or Sawyer whips out the letter. He's like, "This is I I'm on to you." You you had sex with my mom. Uh, you robbed her. You you caught you know my dad. Whatever. And he goes on a whole thing. Makes him read the letter. Cooper confesses. He's like, yeah yeah, I remember your mom, Jasper, Mississippi. You know, seventy two. <laughs> yeah. <whatever. laughs> Sawyer's trying to get this closure. He's been desperately looking for it basically his entire life, and he's trying to make him read the letter. And Cooper, to the end, he's like, yeah, I'll finish it. And he tears it up. Uh, and, like just that's, what a what that's a dick it. move, man. That is, and and that's that's the fun. Like you already knew what Sawyer was gonna right. do, but yeah. like that 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 right there, that's finally the thing where Sawyer knew in his mind, like there there's no going back. You we are, aren't. You, of course, you wouldn't give me the one thing I need to maybe create a semblance of a life for myself after this lifelong crusade of looking right. for you, of looking for Mister Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And so, and so he just grabs the chain from, that's hanging from the roof of the yeah. and just wraps it around his neck and strangles the life out of him. Yeah. And it's a TV strangulation, so it only takes about eight seconds. Oh, right, yeah. Right, not- right, right, right. <laughs> they always die very quickly. This is, you know, and this is one of those, like, long line of, like, cliched things where, like, somebody is getting choked out and the person that's doing it just, like, has a look on their face like, why'd you make me do this to you? Why? <laughs> this, is, yeah. this isn't me. I didn't want to be doing this. You you made me. I didn't want to be doing this, except I've thought about it every day since every I was day. 12. So thank, thanks for coming out, Anthony Cooper. Uh, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. Um, and John, John immediately, like, lets him out mm-hmm. and him and Sawyer... Our best friends now, I think. Mm, yeah, uh, maybe, kind of. Um, we cut back to the beach. Uh, remember that snitching that we were pretty sure was going to happen? <laughs> that happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stomps on up like, Jack, I have shit to tell you. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack and Julia yes. are just enjoying a fruit plate, enjoying a enjoying a vista, uh, you know, a little afternoon nosh, uh, eyeball on the, the horizon, talking about whatever. Jack looked like he had a charcuterie board. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like them, like had a nice tray of meats and cheeses and shit going on. Spread. Like, but yeah, so Kate stomps up. She's like, "No, he's got a radio, and he won't let me play with it." <laughs> oh, and Jack's like, "Go oh. talk to your mother." Oh. I love this. Don't make me pull this car over. I swear to Julia, God. It's like, oh no, let's let's. Sh- should we tell her? And Jack's like, no. Like, <laughs> I I love shit like that where somebody like talks about a secret dead ass in front of somebody. Like, hey, like we should let him in on it. And it's like, no, they're not ready yet. Nah. And then the other person's just like, oh, okay. I'd be standing there like, Mm-mm, you don't get it. Like, you had an yeah. opportunity to keep this it from me, and that was before decision. I walked up, and you spoke about it in front of me. Now I get to know. You don't yeah. get to walk away like I'm not worthy of a secret. Yeah. I loved just like Cade comes up and she's all she she's acting like a kid snitching on Saeed. Uh, she tells him, you know, like there's a reason why nobody trusts you anymore is because of her point at Juliet and because <laughs> you were camping out with the others. And so she's being all petulant. And then Jack comes back and is petulant right back with the nah, no secrets for you. Man. I was thinking about telling <laughs> you, but now I'm not going to fuck off. Yeah, it's finally. Uh, yeah, Kate. Kate gets uh, just. Shut down and uh, yeah. nobody likes her. Nobody likes anybody. Uh, cut to the black, back to the black rock, and this is the last bit before the end of the episode. Lock, uh, 
Locke tells Sawyer, he's like, hey, uh, FYI, in case you didn't figure this out, Juliet's a mole. Uh, and Sawyer's like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> well, but okay, here's, here's the difference, okay? Saeed instantly is like, I I'm I do not trust you. you mean like, I'm gonna ask the right questions. And Sawyer's like, you're going back undercover. And John's like, no, that I've been lying to you this whole time. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's my here's my undercover fucking cop badge and he holds up a rock you know like like no i'm not undercover you i needed you to murder my dad he should have he should have just like looked at him for like 10 seconds straight of silence and then just Just, been like yeah just like yeah 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 i'm going back undercover whatever let everybody know he he starts walking off into the jungle and gets about 10 steps he he looks over his shoulder at him just one more time just like Fucking fucking dumbass. <laughs> fucking hayseed. Oh God. God damn. <laughs> uh, Locke gives Sawyer a tape. Uh, gives Sawyer a tape so that he can prove that Juliet is a mole. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, and Sawyer's like, wait, so you're not coming back? And and then Locke is just like, I'm on, I'm on my own journey, man. Right. Life's a journey, you know, and I'm on it. So, you know. Peace be with you, man. Namaste. Blessings. I'm out. <laughs> I was off to join the others. And that's, and I wish that, I, I don't remember what the last shot of it, it was, but I, I wish it would have just been a, a shot of Sawyer, like staring confusedly directly at the camera. <laughs> just like, uh, huh. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I got to walk back all that way without shoes. Like, yeah. I didn't Did you, fucking tell you not to bring shoes, dude. This is a wait. Can I take the dead dude's shoes? Yeah, real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the brig. Now we're going to do, let's do the end of the show. We're going to do the lost MVP. Uh, this is your favorite uh, character of the episode, minus any memories, context, uh, anything that you remember about the show. Uh, anything about the actor themselves, whatever. Just this forty-five minutes, Matt. Who was your lost MVP for the brig? Uh, I'm gonna go with Juliet. Uh, simply because she does next to nothing in the episode. <laughs> uh, but she's like, she's like one of the older people that's just like. Since we we kind of know she's well, I don't really know if we know she's a mole. We know that they reveal it at the end or whatever, but. She doesn't really say anything while Jack and Kate are talking there in that scene until she's just like, yo, we should tell her. And he's like, no, I don't think we, and he's, she's like, nah, I really think we should tell her. And then he's like, nah, I don't want to tell her and gets up and walks away. And what does she do? She just looks at Kate like, oh, sorry, can't tell you. Can you fuck off? A... I'm eating my, my raspberries or whatever. <laughs> like everybody else is running around trying to figure things out. And she's just like, I know things. Should we let her know things? I'm going to no. talk about the fact that I know things that she doesn't know in front of her. And then when I can't tell her about it, I'm just going to look at her like, well, I wish you knew what I knew. But you don't. <laughs> but you don't. Outstanding. Um, Adam, MVP. Uh, oh, yeah. I put, uh, this is. I think this is a first for me. Uh, I'm actually going to give it to James Sawyer Ford. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Cooper is a colossal piece of shit. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, JP, what about you? Uh, it's a first for me, too. Uh, Kate Austin. <laughs> what? Yeah. Air horns. Because finally she realizes that everyone hates her. 
Yeah. And that makes me feel so good. Kate Kate just got dunked on left and right, and Claire wasn't in this episode, so like it's just a fucking win-win. <laughs> nice. Lost forever. This is the opposite side of this coin, Matt. Uh, your least favorite character of the episode, minus your memories of other episodes, minus context, minus whatever. The, the one person in this 45 minutes uh, in the brig that you really could have done without. Who is your lost forever, Matt? It, well, it's kind of it's kind of a cheat, I guess, because it's it's more it, it's kind of a bit more than one person, but it's it's all of the people that stopped to watch John <laughs> try to murder his dad, <laughs> like, <laughs> like to, to everybody that just like was like no, fucking that's, carrying that's food to cheat. the table. That's one hundred percent, one hundred percent a legit answer. It's like yeah, you're just carrying so food good. to the table and just stopped, and they're like, oh, like nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. They just all stop and watch to wait for potential murder. Like not, not one person was like, "Hey, stop! Don't do that." <laughs> hey, we uh, is he telling you we do this all the time? Because we don't do this. All we don't. The time. Yeah, this is not a normal thing. I, I'm just peer pressure. <laughs> I'm sorry. We we normally are just trying to find out about diseases and shit like that. Um, this murder shit is not our usual jam very low on our list of priorities adam who's your uh who's your loss forever uh mine is gonna be the leader of the murder audience ben linus he was so annoying throughout this entire episode he his little uh like wanting to embarrass Locke. uh his his struggle to clutch to any little bit of power is attempting to manipulate Locke into and eventually succeeding murdering another person and 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 the fact that like richard's like obviously the other side of the ben coin and i like richard more than i like ben so yeah like ben ben was my thing it was just his yeah all of his bullshit throughout the episode uh jp what about you who's your lost forever um even though we talked uh a lot about this person uh and i very much enjoyed the scene i have to say russo um, how dare you listen <laughs> <laughs> if anyone else were in the Black Rock and just saw her shady ass walking in and being like, I'm taking this dynamite. Don't ask any fucking questions. She is up to something and I do not care for it. Like if it were anyone else be like, where are you going with that? She, the, her first words would have been, first of all, lower your fucking voice. Um, dynamite is unstable and your vibrations could set it off. I don't right. want that. Like what, what is she doing? She could have like, if she would have been going for the fucking box of olives, I would have understood it. But no, she's going for the fucking explosives, and I don't trust it. Uh, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm here to get olives. Uh, Jack found uh, a can of cheese spread and uh, a salami that he sliced up for a charcuterie out on the beach. So I'm here to get olives. <laughs> uh, burning questions. This is uh, the, we we do this. Um, we ask this at the end of every episode. Just if you had a question that was raised by this episode that was not answered within the episode that you either hope has been answered in a previous episode or will be answered in the future. Matt, did you have a burning question? Um, not, not necessarily, but during the course of us talking, it kind of came up and it's, yeah, do, do the others have enough people to be able to lug the type of encampments <laughs> that they made? I, I don't yeah i don't think they have the equipment the arsenal the personnel like uh jp did you have one 
Um, obviously, the, all the mystery around uh, the the flight being found on the bottom of the ocean. That's super oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good I one. would love to know more about that. We sort of blazed past this. We normally ask this before we do the MVP, uh, but now is as good a time as any. Did we like this episode? Was this episode any good? <laughs> Matt, how do you feel about it? <sighs> it-, <laughs> <laughs> it had its moments. Like yeah. the the stuff with uh, Locke and Sawyer was good, um, and then all of the stuff I think in the actual room of the brig uh, was well done, well written, well acted. Yeah, totally. But the the out of time stuff, uh, the messing with the timeline didn't didn't really work. And then yeah, you you guys kind of brought it up earlier. It, the flashbacks aren't real flashbacks to the way that the show does the flashbacks. They're only right. flashbacks in the sense of how they ended up editing the episode, not mm-hmm. that they're legit flashbacks. And then everything like on the beach with Kate and Jack is just bullshit. Typical Kate yeah. and Jack annoying yeah. bullshit. <laughs> totally. Adam, did you like the episode? Uh, I, um, sort of, yes. If, if they would have just, I don't even need context of previous episodes. If this episode was just cut together in chronological order, I would have loved it. Yeah. No, I'm, but, I'm the exact same way. If, if it weren't for the, the way it was edited, I, I did very much enjoy this episode. So, yeah. 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 So, uh, so that's pretty much it. That's the brig y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, Matt, we, uh, I sort of dunked on you earlier, uh, about the, <laughs> your acting chops, but the thing is you are actually quite the accomplished actor. Uh, as a matter of fact, when we were all in college together, Matt and I did uh, several shows together yes, um, indeed. and, and yeah, you're a talented, uh, fella. Uh, I think you, uh, what do you got going on as far as that's concerned? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, been, uh, Keeping up with the with the acting, uh, slowed down a little bit uh, as of late. You know, um, wedding uh, a few years back, and then you know, uh, baby just happened sure. uh, in 2020. Best part of 2020, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, the last couple of shows that I've done actually, uh, I've done with uh, the Constructivists, which is a um, a organization out of Milwaukee that's headed up by a former um Oshkosh uh alum but I've I've been to several of Matt's shows uh and if you're in the Milwaukee area and you are listening to this podcast definitely uh check it out because they're doing all sorts of stuff uh that is not your typical like oh, we're doing Fiddler on the Roof again like they do some pretty cool and pretty crazy productions mm-hmm. so definitely definitely keep an eye out uh for shows coming up um so thank you again, Matt, so much for coming on the show, taking time out of your uh, out of your night to talk about of uh, Lost with us. Uh, we'd love to have you back in the future. Love to be back. And if you at home are trying to be lost with us, please check out our next episode. We'll be talking about season three, episode 21, Greatest Hits, which is, I believe, a Charlie episode. It might be our first Charlie episode. I so. fucking forgot Ooh. Charlie was in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, that is me. <laughs> Back of vocals track two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this episode of Lost on Lost. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm JP. Do you have any idea what's going on on the show? No, me neither.
Lost on Lost is produced and edited by Adam Busher and J.P. Russell. Recorded on location in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and Los Angeles, California. Our show is hosted at Podbean. Find us there or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to Danny Schmitz of Lost in a Name for our theme music. Lostpedia and the community of contributors there. Random.org for creating the watch order. Check out our Facebook page, Lost on Lost, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lost on Lost 1. Don't follow those jerks at Lost on Lost 2. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com. Email.com. If you like what we're getting into here, buy us a coffee at coffee.com slash we are lost on lost. That's ko fi.com slash we are lost on lost. 